0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Jay Spit Down Football Podcast. I'm your host Jay Gay. Today we're going to be talking about the Baltimore Ravens and why that they how they can get over the hump, and uh, why I believe they will make the playoffs in 2023. This is a team that made it last year, Um and everybody's kind of expecting them to, you know, to not do it again or to not. They're expecting them to have a down year. So we're we'll talking about Baltimore specifically and things they've done this offseason season, and um, why I feel like they are going to be a team to. Uh, watch out for in twenty twenty three so before we get to that guys make sure you subscribe to the podcast Turn on youtube we're we continuing to grow our channel so please help us and uh, support with that and also on spotify all apple podcasts all these platforms're we on there we're available so you if you're working out going to the gym wherever you're doing um please make sure you um you know just pop us in there search us up on spotify Apple Podcasts, wherever you, p- platform you use to listen to podcasts ja sit down and check us out there also um I'm gonna attach a link down below, uh, in in, in the description. But uh, you know, we are now partnering with SeatGeek, so please make sure that you guys use our code with, for uh, twenty dollars off of your first purchase, um, on on a uh, SeatGeek. So make sure you guys do that. You go into a concert or something, and you want to, uh, knock some of that money off of that price. These crazy ticket prices, and use our code Jace Down Pod. I'm gonna put it in the description as well. And um, yeah, so just throw that tidbit in there for you guys. So we are partnered with SeatGeek. So um, here on the podcast, but back to the Ravens. Uh, yeah, I mean, you guys think about this now. Baltimore, um, since Lamar, uh, since Lamar Jackson has gotten, um, or since he got drafted, really, and that, that, the the Ravens. Uh, when he plays, they are a very good team. They're, technically, their record is forty-five and sixteen when Lamar Jackson is a starter four and eight without him, um, you know, that's evident that they need him to be on the field in order for their team to be successful. Now, I mean, historically, the Baltimore Ravens are a great defensive team. We all know John Harbaugh's defenses. They're really tough. They're great. They're going to get after you. They're physical. Um, you know, the pass rush has been it has been good. The secondary guys, you know, you've got good corners back there um, traditionally and and these in this team in 2023 will be no different, I feel like, especially with guys like uh, Kyle Hamilton, uh, po- poised to have a a good season as well. He played, he started only four games last year as rookie year, but I expect him to have more of an expanded role as we go into the 2023 season. Uh, their for former Notre, Notre Dame uh, product, and also, you know, um. I mean, trading for Roquan Smith from the Bears was a huge move. I mean, why the Bears moved on from him still to this day, I don't quite understand. You know, I did a video on the Bears a while ago. You guys check it out here on the channel. Um, But I, I just didn't understand the move for Chicago. But hey, you, know, you move his contract off the books and the Ravens were willing to take it on there and uh, bring in a guy who's got experience, a, a very smart linebacker, and he's tough and uh, great in coverage as, as well. And so, you know, yeah, I mean, a win is a win, um, you know, and the, and that was a good move for Baltimore to get him over there. Um, you know, and they add him to that uh, great defense that they have, you know, Patrick Queen and um, you know, uh, Odafe away, you know, as well, David O'Jabo, uh they got some immersion guys there on that defense. Um but offensively, um, you know, like I said, they they Lamar played only twelve games last year, um, you know, in the in they went nine and four or thirteen. Oh no, sorry, thirteen games because he went nine and four. They, the team went nine and four when he was the starter. So 13, he played thirteen games last year out of a seventeen game season. He missed four games. Tyler Huntley was a starter for those other four games. The Ravens did end up making the playoffs and played against the Bengals in the wild card, but they lost. Uh, you know, and it was a big Sam Hubbard play, the Fumble. Everybody remembers that play. Um. You know, but I really wanna uh you know applaud the the Baltimore front office for what they did addressing the receiver position this this offseason, signing Odell Beckham, you know, for a year, having him come in a very wide receiver who's been there, won a championship with the Rams, a guy that can still get it done at his age at that level, you know, uh produce produce numbers for you. Not superstar numbers like he, he was when he was in New York and he was like twenty five, twenty-four, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Now he's a little bit older. But he can still give you solid numbers for a veteran receiver and add that to that core because the, you look at the Baltimore receiving core they have not really had any production outside of Mark Andrews, and he's the tight end. So they've never really truly had a number one receiver. Uh Marquise Brown was supposed to be that guy. He never panned out to be that guy. They ended up trading him to the Cardinals. Um, you know, um Rashad Bateman injury issues. He's he he hasn't say on the field a lot. Um, you know, but he he's a solid receiver, but he, you know, he, he still was not supposed to, he was not that guy either. Um, they thought he was, he was not, you know, um, so the, the Ravens have got to be able to establish an identity with their receiving core. We all know what they can do running the football, JK Dobbins, when he's healthy, Lamar Jackson, when he's healthy, that's, it's hard to game plan for that rushing offense It's one of the best in the NFL, um, when they're at their full capabilities, but, the passing game. This is a passing league now, You and you have to be able to throw the football to win in today's NFL, today's college football, today's high school football. You've got to be able to throw the football to win. Um, That's just, a, that's just how it is. It's just a matter of the game. All the, the spread offenses and, you know, um, spacing everybody out, you know, and just getting the, your athletes into an open area and space, and, and that's how a lot of teams are attacking now, right? And so now defensively you've got to be able to counter that. Um, Offensively, you have to be able to produce that. Um, In order to keep up with all these teams, you know, especially in the AFC, you have the teams like the Chargers, the Chiefs, um, the Bengals. I mean, you know, even the Steelers, you know, emerging. Right. So, you know, and with quarterbacks that that are very talented and can throw the football. Uh, So the Ravens have to be able to match that, if not be better. Um, You know, so that's that's my whole opinion on that. I really think it's possible for Baltimore. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not impossible. Uh, Todd Monkey is the new offensive coordinator. They hired him away from Georgia. He, he's a guy that loves to throw the football. If you remember his time of, uh, calling plays for the Buccaneers, uh, so I'm interested to see how he's going to implement his his um, style into the Ravens offense with the players they have. I mean, they also drafted the speedy wide receiver Z Flowers out of uh, Boston College, a guy I was very high on in the draft. Um, you know, I wanted the Falcons to pick him, but they didn't. Um, but he went to. Baltimore, and I think that's going to be a great compliment to the receiving core. So now you have, uh, you have Bateman, Zay Flowers, uh, Odell, you know, it, it, and um, Nelson Aguilar, who they also added in free agency. Guy who's been around a bit, won a Super Bowl with the Eagles a few years ago, was played most recently played with the Patriots last year. So uh, now you so they so they obviously addressed the receiver position. Um, that was a, a, a big point of emphasis for Baltimore. This off season and they did that. So now it's a matter of can they put that together? Can Lamar Jackson stay healthy? Well, can they be able to throw the football efficiently? If, if, you know, maybe not excellently. You know, maybe not. Just, I mean, now you see you go out and have for as a team have like you know, throw for 400, 500 yards a game, but enough to keep up. So that's just what I asked, you know, and so that's can the Ravens do that? I think they can. Especially again with the targets that they acquired for Lamar to throw the football to. And you look at it, um the receive the Ravens wide receivers since two thousand nineteen have only averaged one hundred and seven point three receiving yards per game, which is dead last in the NFL. Demarcus Robinson was the leading receiver for the team and he had in the four hundred yard ballpark range of receiving yards. That's that's atrocious. So the Ravens have got to be able to produce at that position. They've got to be able to score, um, you know, with uh, pass catchers. Um, It's not hard. I don't think it's hard. Um, It's not impossible, but it can be done, you know, so we'll see what happens. I don't know. I mean, uh, I think they they did a good job um, when they went out and got some of these guys, so because you again you address something that you need um you know, and now you you can it's not just Mark Andrews Mark Andrews Mark Andrews Mark Andrews getting the ball every every uh every play when it's a passing down now you have other players that defense has to watch and, hey watch out for Zay Flowers right here you know he they might they might uh run a little uh they might run him deep down the middle, middle of the field for a post or uh, you know uh now we got uh, Odell he he might go for a slant and go Right, you know, you don't know what's going to happen there. So that's uh, that's the thing about it. And I think Baltimore again, you know, like the defense is, is good. It's, it's always been good. They ranked 26 in passing defense last year. Something they do need to improve on. Um, but that's again injuries play a role in that too. Um, so Mar- when Marlon Humphrey, Marlon Humphrey, former Alabama Crimson Tide, representing there, uh, Marlon. Uh, you know when he's out on the field, you know he he brings a lot to that defense. And again, with Kyle Hamilton emerging as a second-year player, you know uh, it, it's it's gonna be the defense is gonna continue to be the way it is. I expect that they continue to make plays as they always do every year. Um, they they get a lot of turnovers. You know they're they're physical. That's just how a John Harbaugh defense is. Um. So I, I again, Baltimore is in a position now where they have to. They got to the win. I think they're going to. I think they finally get over the hump and and win a playoff game this year. And that's a bold take. Hear me out. I think they can do it. Uh, I really do. When you look at the team, it's built to do it. They just have, everybody has to stay healthy. Lamar Jackson has to stay healthy. He signed back with Baltimore. Everybody was wondering was he going to leave. He came back. Him and the Ravens they agree on the contract extension, right? So that made it clear that he wants to stay in Baltimore. He wants to win. Um, you know, even though. They offered him the most money at the time on the market, but I still think him having those ties to Baltimore played a role in that. I think he wanted to be here and win a Super Bowl uh, in or with the Ravens. Um, so, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Um, you know, definitely. But the AFC is very competitive; it's extremely competitive. Um, you got teams again like the Chargers, the Chiefs, the Bengals. Um, you know. Like, it's every year. Now the Pittsburgh Steelers, throwing them in there, too. You know, maybe the Broncos can do a little something. Who knows, right? So the AFC is always going to continue to be so heavy um, with contenders. So it's more it's important for Baltimore to get you get ready, saddle up, and go out there and play some football and throw, be able to pass the ball efficiently unless um, unless they, uh, you know, if they don't do that, they're not going to win. It's that simple. Um, but in other news NFL has suspended four more players For gambling Also, say Rogers, as we all know, was one of them Another Colts player, too uh, Off the tackle for the Tennessee Titans I can't remember his exact name But he was also suspended Not for gambling on uh, the team Or anything involving with that Just before doing it um, while at the facilities as well So um, it, the, the league has made it clear That they do not like this gambling um, they, they, It's a problem for them they're trying to make it, they're trying to get this message to the players, like, we don't want you gambling, um, you know, so it's, we don't want you doing it, uh, you know, especially if it's involving with the team, and, you know, or your, yourself or other players, and these guys still haven't gotten the message yet, and now they're sort of suspending these guys for for a year, um, you know, and it, it, it does hurt, you know, um, it does hurt, especially these guys that are uh, stars or very valuable players to their teams and they're missing time because of the, of the gambling things. Um, you know, it's just the nature of the beast. Um, you know, it, it, it sucks, but it is what it is. You know, um, I think league has some things they need to work on themselves as far as that's concerned, but you guys let me know what you think in the comments. What what are your whole thoughts about the whole, the gambling situation in the league? Um, you know, I mean, just and what's going on with that and how they're handling it, suspending these guys for, for A year for a season for doing these things, so um, that just about wraps up for today's podcast. Today's video, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Hope everybody's a great and safe 4th of July weekend. If you're traveling, stay safe on these roads and the plant in the air, the planes, whatever. And have a great time with your families. Uh, we'll be back next week here on Jay's Fit Down. Make sure again you guys check us out here, and also again, uh, don't forget about Seat Geek, use our code uh for your, for twenty dollars off your first purchase um with the, with tickets so make sure you do that i'll leave it down in the description below but thank you guys again and we will see you next time hey guys welcome back to the Jays but down podcast i'm your host jay and today we're going to be talking about cam newton on the podcast today cam newton uh former 2015 nfl mvp super cam as he used to be called back in his glory days before Injuries derailed him, you know, probably one of the NFL's biggest what if, or not what if, but what happened to him uh, type of situations. Uh, personally, always, I was was a fan of Cam Newton, um, particularly, you know, his early days. Even go back to Auburn when he was a quarterback there. He was really good. They were a good team that won a national championship. And then, he, you know, he got drafted first overall by the Panthers in 2011, and he had a good career for the most part in the NFL, except, you know, injuries kind of hurt him and uh, you know questionable Super Bowl move we'll talk about that a little later on the show but but thank you guys for coming on and joining us today so um, yeah and make sure you guys subscribe to the channel check us out on uh, YouTube and Spotify all those things you can check us out here on every channel Uh, but yes going back to Cam Newton uh, Cam Newton's one of those interesting cases like I said, he was drafted in 2011 by the by the Panthers, first overall. He was really good at Auburn. Uh, he actually went to Westlake here in Atlanta, so you know, he's a homegrown kid. Uh, College Park is where he's from. Uh, he you know, was good there, and then, like I said, he went to Auburn and Florida, played uh, those two schools, was a great player there, good enough to earn him the first overall selection by Carolina in 2011 in a good draft class, and when he got drafted, I'm like, okay. His abilities make him a very unique prospect, a very unique player, because this is a quarterback that can throw and he can run. You know, at the time he was his his leg, everybody knows Cam Newton for his legs, his strength, his size. He's 6'5, 240 quarterback. Like you don't you you don't find that very often at a quarterback position. A guy who's that big, that strong, with that size, that weight, and he's very, as you would imagine, he's very hard to bring down which is what was one of Cam's biggest strong suits. That's why he was, you know, so hard to stop because when he ran, you couldn't tackle him and take three or four guys to bring him down because he's 6'5", 240 pounds playing quarterback. That's that's like a tight end almost in a a way, maybe in college, you know, more than NFL, but like that's a tight end size almost, you know, or really big fullback, you know, but that's your quarterback you're talking about that's that big. And so imagine having to bring that down. He also has the ability to throw the football efficiently. He can pass uh, really well. That was, you know, a lot of people don't understand. Campbell actually was a very polished passer. Um, His first few years in the NFL, uh, you know, even in college, he was a a good passer. Um, You know, so that's, you know, I I always think he was really good with that. Um, But the only thing that hurt him, man, was just the injuries, you know, uh, that kind of hurt him early on, a little, a little bit later in his career with the Panthers, like around 2016, 2017, after the Super Bowl season, after his MVP season, when they when they went 15-1, and 1, when he was a starter, um, you know, I mean, I actually remember the, the game in the Falcons where Cam had like, he broke all these tackles and stuff and he, he just bulldozed his way into the end zone I'm like, oh my gosh, just do this dude is yeah, this team is definitely going to the Super Bowl. Nobody's stopping them because they're just on a roll. You know when the team is good, like and they they're just on that roll, and you know they can't be stopped by anybody. They just have their they're just confident in what they're doing and they have great players making plays on both sides of the ball. Like they had the Panthers were really good that year. Ted Ginn Jr. out wide. Greg Olson playing really good. Tight end shout out to Greg Olson, one of the uh, better tight ends we've seen, and now he's a big he's big in the sports broadcasting business at Fox. Um, you know, so I'm always been a fan of Greg Olson as a player and as a broadcaster, so shout out to him. Um, but you yeah, had Greg Olson, Ted Ginn Jr., Jonathan Stewart in the backfield, Luke Kuechly on the defensive side, uh, Julius Peppers, uh, you know, Thomas Davis Sr. I mean, that the Panthers were loaded for quite some time, you know, and, and at Cam at the helm, you know, they were a really good team. Like, you're thinking this team should really be making – at least a couple of playoff appearances and a Super Bowl appearance, which they did. They should have won that Super Bowl. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, but you know, my thing with Cam is like, you know, I I hate that he he fell off the way he did because he he was such an electric player. Um, I love playing with him on Madden because <laughs> uh, he he just you couldn't beat him. He, you, you know, you couldn't stop. He was he's too big to bring down. He could throw the football. Um, you know, he could run. I mean. That's what you want. The quarterback. He paved the way for a lot of quarterbacks we have now, like Josh Allen um, and Anthony Richardson. Like those are guys, that you compare to Cam Newton when he was coming out in the draft, and like you know, now you see these guys. Uh, Josh Allen has emerged to be one of the league's best quarterbacks. It took him a while, but he's now he's one of the top QBs in the league. Um, and Anthony Richardson has potential, but I don't know. You know, we'll see what happens with him. But he has the potential to be a good quarterback. Uh, I think he can be. He's got some of those similar traits to Cam, but the more important thing is, what happened to Cam Newton? What happened to this guy? What 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 happened to him? Why did he fall off? Why is he no longer super Cam? Like, what happened to that? You know, um, all the dances and the dabbing and the you know all that stuff. Like, what happened to Cam Newton? Oh well. Injuries, you know, uh, people don't understand. Like injuries, really can derail a person's career. You know, and that's just—I mean, that's with anybody in life. You know, nobody likes to get hurt. I mean, getting hurt is can really mess you up. But if you play professional sports—basketball, football, soccer, uh, golf, or whatever the sport may be—baseball, like you know, if you get hurt a lot, it can really dampen your career and it can hurt it. You know, and it could, um, it can, it can really mess it up. You know, and to the point where you aren't in a position to make a lot of money where you're not in a position to be successful as a player because you've got so many injuries. No teams want you because you get hurt a lot, you know, and that's a, that's a turnoff for GMs and coaches, you know, and for Cam's situation, he was so beloved in Carolina that they stuck with him until they couldn't anymore. Um, But because he got hurt so much, his shoulder really messed him up. He wasn't able to throw the football officially like he always was. And in 2018, 2019, those years, The Panthers really couldn't do anything because Cam was hurt and Cam was their team uh, during that time. The defense wasn't all that good. They were okay, but they weren't all that good. Offense wasn't all that good, uh, you know, I mean, because Cam was not playing, you know. uh, And so now he's now he's a free agent. I guess he still wants to play. I don't know. uh, But last, you know, last we remember, he was with the Panthers in 2021. They signed him like a one year deal to come back. He played against the Cardinals, had a rushing touchdown, a passing touchdown. Everybody knows that video. You probably look up on YouTube He's where he's screaming, I'm back. And I'm like, you know, okay, Cam. Um, and we never really heard from him again pretty much after that. So, uh, but you know, Cam Newton is one of the more interesting cases in the league. I know I did a video about Antonio Brown the other day, um, but this is different. Antonio Brown was a guy who just, he fell off completely because of the decisions that he made and, you know, his mind just not being in the right place. Cam more so just injuries hurt him, and it's one of the biggest what ifs in NFL history. I guess it is a what if now that you think about it. If Cam Newton had stayed healthy, what could he have done? Could he have won a Super Bowl eventually at some point? Could he have been another? Could he have won another MVP award? Could he have been one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL? If Cam Newton would have stayed healthy, if he never got hurt as much as he did. With his abilities to run and throw the football, could he have been a top QB in the league? I think he could have been. Uh, I've never, I'm not, you know, most recently, I've never been a big Cam Newton fan um, just because of the fact that he just isn't a competent quarterback anymore. Um, And that's not a knock on him, but just so much he just isn't due to the league standards today and the fact that he cannot throw the football at an efficient level. he has no, there's really no fit for him really on a team right now in the league because of where we're trending offensively. You have to be able to throw the football to be successful in this NFL. You have to be able to pass the ball at an efficient level, at a high level, at a deep level. You gotta air it out. That's just how this how football is right now. Um, and Cam doesn't fit into any of those aspects because he his arm is shot because he's gotten hurt so much. But I mean, this deal was a, you know, most rushing touchdowns by QB in NFL history was 75. Uh, that's crazy. I think he was the fastest player to throw for a 1,000 yards as well. Um, you know, so Cam Newton has his accolades. He's definitely been um, an, an impressive player in the league. You know, one of the bigger faces of the NFL we've had in the last 10 years, for sure. Um, you know, I mean, at one point, you know, he was pretty much a face of it. Like, the, all the dabbing and the dances and stuff, that's what everybody knows him for. Pretty much, you know, like he was very famous. Like, every like all, a lot of kids had Cam Newton jerseys on 2015, 2016. Like, that's middle school days. I remember a lot of people had Cam Newton jerseys on. That's the days when he was MVP and he was, you know, super cam. And you know, this guy was like gonna be like the next big thing. Like, you know, everybody's like Cam Newton's gonna be at that time conversations were being had that Cam Newton had the. Uh, he had the potential to be one of the best people ever, one of the best players to ever play football. I didn't think I, you know, I, I'm not sitting here comparing him to Brady or Rodgers or, you know, whoever, but he had potential. He had potential. Of, you know, I mean, he won an MVP. Uh, the Panthers went fifteen-one, a Super Bowl appearance. The only thing I'll say about that though uh, is, is that really, I think this, I think the Super Bowl play really messed him up though. Secretly, for the rest of his career, like that, what he did, or what he didn't do, I, to me, that's really what kind of set him off, like you know. So what happened was it, they, they took the snap. Cam Newton took the snap. It was a fumble, and um, you know, Denver was in a prime position. Like they need to, you know, they need to recover this ball to help get their chances to win the, the, Super, the Super Bowl. Um, it was a very important situation in the game, and Cam Newton fumbled the ball. On a, on a bad exchange from the center, so I guess you can explain the you can explain it both ways, but he he didn't jump on it. He just let the ball roll and let the Denver players get on top of it. And I'm like sitting there watching him, like Cam, what are you doing? You know, like this is the Super Bowl. This is your biggest game of your life. You know, of the national championship, which you did win at the college level, but now you're at the highest level of the highest level, which is the NFL, the National Football League. You're in the Super Bowl and you have a loose ball on the ground and you don't jump on it, that's a live ball, you know, and he just, he's backing away from it. And I'm like, that, that, that to me really showed me like, you know, okay, maybe Cam isn't the guy, you know, maybe he isn't that guy. You know, I don't know. That's because that's something that you really, that's the the biggest game of your life. It's on the line. Everything's on the line. Your team needs to get a score to stay in this game, to, to win this game. And, you don't jump on the football like, you know, so, and he just let it roll. And then after the game, you know, that really didn't make me happy as well. When he was in his press conference, he talked, you know, he just kind of had a a very sad demeanor on his face. Like, which I understand. I mean, you lost the Bowl, I get it. But at the same time, you, part of that is your fault uh, because you didn't jump on the football um, when there was a live football and you gave Denver a chance, you know, um, anytime you turn the football over, you're asking for a beat a beating because you can't you can't expect to win football games and turn the ball over. That just is not how it works. It's never football. has never worked like that. Basketball doesn't even work like that. But when you turn the when you turn the football over, you will not win football games. Um, that's a, one of the biggest no no's. You can't turn over the football. And um, when you turn the ball over in that big type of that big type of game, in the Super Bowl game, and let the other team get another opportunity on offense to take over and score, that's a, that's a possession that you just gave up to The other team because you let them get on that loose football, and to me, Cam right there showed that he wasn't really about it. Um, you know, I don't know, I just don't know what was going through his head at the moment. No, it's still kind of a mystery to this day why he didn't jump on that ball. We'll never really know, but that's just to me, it, Cam Newton really had the potential to be one. He's one of the biggest what is in info history. What if he what, if he, what if he what if he jumped on that ball? What if he stayed healthy? What if the Panthers continue to just. Be good by like what the Panthers, you know, kept their core players around Cam Newton. And what if Cam Newton never got hurt and he stayed healthy? Could he have been one of the best quarterbacks? Probably. He was already at that point. He was training towards that point. But then he got he just got injured and then he lost kind of a love for the I won't say love for the game, but he lost like some motivation for the game. and bounced around a couple of times, went to the Patriots and played for Bill Belichick. We all knew that wasn't going to work out. Um, and then he got released by New England, and then he went to back to Carolina with Matt Rule, Uh, and he you know just for a little reunion type of you know fancy uh, you know for just for the surface type of deal for Carolina just to make Carolina fans happy for about something because their team wasn't doing anything. Uh, That's really all that signing was. And then he now he's still a free agent, and he's not you know he's not on any team right now. He's not on any roster, so you know Will Kim get. Yeah, Back on the NFL team, I don't know, we'll see. Uh, but let me let, let me know what you guys think in the comments. Should Cam Newton make the Hall of Fame? Has he done enough in his career so far? If he were to stop playing football today, would Cam Newton make the Hall of Fame? Let me guys know what you think in the comment section below. Thank you for tuning into today's video, watching today's video. We're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Just check us out, search us up, Jace for Down, the football podcast. We're there. Uh, we'll put the link down in the description below. And make sure you hit that subscribe button. We'll see you next time.